Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. As the state of Georgia turns down here, another day in the life of your vote mattering. Good grief. I took to Twitter today and apologized on behalf of all Georgians to my country for invalidating your vote. Because that's exactly what's happened. People around the country have been robbed of their vote. Where there's literally one case of voter fraud, the entire country is compromised. And what we're seeing now across the country is that we are, in fact, compromised. We have been compromised. This isn't it's something to be very clear about, folks. This, this didn't just happen. Like the, the, the marching orders weren't given on election night. Some people are extremely, you know, you guys are busy. You got soccer games, I guess. I don't know. Some parts of the country, you have to have papers to get in. I'm waiting for like, you know, the Gestapo, something my family understands very well, coming from Germany, waiting for them to appear at a Boston airport near you or New York City. Crazy stuff happening. Crazy. Biden promising a complete national shutdown at the beginning of, come on. Anyway, these things did not just happen on election night. And you guys are overwhelmed, right? And you're also um, misguided by media. Boy, that, that's a, that's a really, mm, that's a, that's horrible. That, that, that doesn't even, that's like a, that's like a fact light. You know, like the martini lights, skinny martinis, whatever those things are, with all the fillers and crazy aspartame and stuff that's in it that's, in my humble opinion, not good for you. Uh, yeah, that's like a, a light margarita, skinny margarita, L-I-T-E. That's pretty much what you're getting because you're not being served a steak by your media. I can prove that because I just went on to Google just to kind of prove a point to myself and looking for Pennsylvania's new ruling in favor of the Trump campaign, actually, just today, trying to find any information at all about it on Google. Nada, nothing, not there, gone, does not exist. It's not even disinformation they are selling. There's no information. So you guys are like in a information famine. And that's designed as psychological warfare against you. You, A, either don't have the right information or there's so much information coming at you that's completely disinformation, a.k.a. lies, that you just get tired. And a confused mind, in the words of my old radio uh, coach, will always say no. And you're going to say no in a myriad of ways to either showing up for your runoff races, respective runoff races here in Georgia. We have a pretty important one coming up. Why we're still going on with that at this point, I have no idea. Makes zero sense to me because everything about our election points to fraud. 
And I understand that you guys are very hopeful about the audit. <laughs> you guys feel like the Secretary of State is acting in good faith. Because, woohoo, at least Georgia's going to recount every single ballot. Right. Well, here's one problem with being able to do that with our absentee ballots. I'm going to explain this to you as succinctly as I can with the information that I currently hold in my hands. Okay. On March 6th of this year, 2020, the Secretary of State, uh, Brad Raffensperger, and the State Election Board, who who administers elections, okay, entered into a, quote, compromise and settlement agreement and release, okay, with the Democratic Party of Georgia, Inc., and Democrat Senatorial Campaign Committee and the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, collectively the Democrat Party agencies, okay? And when they did that, they set forth a different standard to be followed by clerks and registrars in the processing of absentee ballots in the state of Georgia. Some of you are like, well, what does all that mean? Very simply, while the Secretary of State is authorized to um, incite rules and regulations that are uh, conducive to the fair, legal, and orderly conduct of primaries and elections, all of those rules and regulations have to be consistent with the law. Something that is, is, very, is very frustrating for many of you, as it is me, myself and I, all three of us, uh, and lately it feels like there's 20 of me because I'm just being pulled in every direction, and I care about you guys so much and I want to bring you accurate information, and I also want to invoke my ministerial skills to remind you that there's providence at work here. So when people ask me how I keep my peace, what I have to remind myself of, A, I do not listen to propaganda. I don't allow it in my home. I don't allow it in my car. I catch it on the fly when people send it to me so that I know what it is you're up against so I can refute the lies that you're hearing. But I do not sit in front of a propaganda machine day in and day out. I just won't let it into my spirit because as much of a, of a, of a Trump supporter and lover as I am, um, I, I am... I am, I'm tempted to kind of let that mix in with the fact that really at the base of all of this for me is the fact that our liberty is at stake. Our actual constitutional republic is, is hanging in the balance right now. And it has been since the, for, for, for a number of years, since a number of administrations actually. Uh, but the Obama administration really did us in. I, I, it, that was a nuclear explosion that the fallout from that, you know, thankfully in my humble opinion, um, birthed a Trump administration, but culturally, I don't know how long it's going to take us to recover. I'll just be really honest with you, okay? But in your in your respective states, according to the Constitution, you effectively have autonomy to decide your election processes. Now, there is a federal statute that tells you when all of your processes need to be completed so that we can get on with, you know, our electoral college and vote and and uh, and 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 ratifying, if you will, who the next president is, in fact, who the elect president elect is, and moving into that transition. None of that has taken place right now, <laughs> because you have all of these states who are still out. The race is not called. The media has called it because the media is Leviathan. the Le- The media is actually Hydra, right? And Hydra has many different heads, and when you cut one off you know, seven more grow in its place. It's like the worst possible form of cancer. It's just, it's a malignancy beyond malignancies. 
And so you have to decide who and what you're going to listen to. You just do. And I've encouraged you that as human as I am, I too could fall into the being discouraged. What does that mean? Discouraged. Courage to me is, is, the, is, is the meaty component of that. It's the operational component. What is it that you are doing away with, that you are abdicating your courage? To take a stand for everyone's vote to matter right now in the way of these um, uh, recalls, recounts rather, um, you know, um, litigation occurring all over the country on behalf of the president's campaign. And I'll be honest with you, it, it, it's going to take you courage to get through this. And so you're going to have to set your mind to liberty. Not necessarily, I mean, President Trump happens to be the one who's holding, you know, the banner for liberty as, as the president, uh, as the president, you know, as it, as it stands, he's the president right now. <laughs> Sorry, Joe, he's not, no longer the president. <laughs> you don't get to make that call right now. And as many world leaders are, you know, congratulating the Biden administration and, you know, people are all, hey, the mayor of, uh, of D.C. is like, hey, come out and get ready to party. And uh, it's a command. You know, it's, a, it's mandated that you have to celebrate the election. The president-elect of Joe Biden. It's all fraud. It's all pomp. It's not even circumstance. It's just pomp. It's fluff. It's, can- it's cotton candy full of sugar. Makes people feel really good and high on the left right now. There's nothing to it. It's like a cloud, but just like flying into a cloud pilot and training over here, um, there's weight to a cloud. There's a lot of disturbance that goes along in a, in a cloud, a cloud, you know, it's fluffy and mashed potato like as they appear. And they're actually very dense as it relates to the atmosphere and what it is you're, which you hit like a brick wall, depending upon the aircraft you're in. Um, and clouds can take aircraft out of the sky, again, depending upon whether or not that aircraft can handle that cloud. Well, right now, folks, you are flying the friendly skies of disinformation, and you are literally in like a, oh, I don't know, a uh, a, a Cessna, <laughs> which isn't really equipped to handle a Thunderhead. <laughs> you know, Thunderheads are like those giant clouds that you see in Texas that look like they begin in a dust bowl from the earth and go literally into the third realm of heaven, uh, of heaven, but they don't. But it sure does feel that way if you're, you know, if you're up against a wall and try flying that IFR. So right now, uh, you know, instrument rating, right? Most of us are not instrument rated flyers as citizens of the United States. We are visual flight only. We, we, we are only as good as what our eyes can see. To fly instruments, you have to have a certain level of, as it pertains to us as, as, as lay people in the earth and citizens and law-abiding citizens and voters, um, you know, there's, an, there's a certain amount of faith that comes with flying by instrumentation. you got to count on your instrumentation. In this case, your instrumentation is God Almighty, providence, process, and procedure. All three of those things are currently in play. So that's why I keep telling you to take your peace. You don't have to be freaked out right now unless you choose to be. At any rate, I digress. But that's my analogy. You like that? I thought that was pretty good. I love flying. And right now, we're in a cloud. And many of you are like, what the hell is going on? What's really going to happen? Should he concede? Maybe if we just concede and we negotiate with terrorists, they won't be terrorists anymore. No, that's not how that works. That's not how that's ever worked. Do you just tell your children who go to school and come home and talk about some kid who keeps kicking their ass every day for their lunch money? Who? What parent are you? 
Are you the one that says, well, Jesus says to turn the other cheek. So here's another quarter. So you can give that to them the next day and maybe they'll just leave you alone. Are you that parent? Or are you the parent who's like, okay, fun fact, little Timmy, little Sally, here's what's going to happen. Little Shaquan, we're going to get over here in the corner and we're going to teach you how to pop somebody in the face really quick where nobody can see you. And you're going to teach that bully to leave you the hell alone. Or are you the parent who's like, okay, one more time and we're going to show up down at the school along with little Pookie and Ray Ray's parents or Timmy and Jimmy's parents or Sally and you know, Becky's parents. And we're going to have a, we're going to have a come to Jesus meeting because my kid's not going to be bullied. That's our president. That's our president. We've been bullied for years. We've been crushed, and we didn't even know it. We've been so abused through the entire Obama administration. Literally mind-screwed. Forget about your spirit. I mean, it starts in the spirit because all things begin in the spirit. Ephesians 6 and 12. But as a minister, I absolutely believe that that's what we're contending with right now. But I'm not that Christian. I'm not the Christian who's like, well, you know, just... Just turn the other cheek and, and uh, you know, just, I, yes, I do tell my daughter and I do pray for my enemies. I absolutely do. More often than not, however, I do pray a little Old Testament-ish. I love King David and I love how he prayed. You know, just open up the earth, Lord, and just let my enemies fall in. I love it. So for me, I have a little mixture of both. Father, thank you for forgiving my enemies. I pray that you would give them place to repentance. But if they don't, I thank you that they would fall into their own traps. See, I've covered all my bases. All 66 books covered right there. <laughs> ah, anyway, Brad Raffensperger has essentially sold Georgia up the stream, up the creek, down the creek, sideways, all bent over Stacey Abrams's entire, all of her nonprofits collectively who talk about voter suppression. And now she's right. There is actually voter suppression. And you know how? Every single vote that was not legally represented who showed up to vote is now compromised by what Brad Raffensperger put into place with the Democrat parties and the powers that be. Usurping the Georgia state code code of Georgia law, usurping the legislature's authority, every legislature in the country has the ability to create their own election processes which I think is completely and fantastically absurd. And if you don't think so now, you never, like, move. If you're not in favor of complete election overhaul, move. And I know my libertarian friends are going to come out with little snake flags, don't tread on me. I get it. I get it. But we do have a government. We do have an electoral college, whether you like it or not. Some of you would much rather just go on with Mark Levin and get the whole convention of states thing uh, you know, done with. I get it. I get it. But there's a real danger in that, too. And I understand the constitutional amendment, what it's going to take, 38 states to ratify. I get all of that. And I'm, you know, I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of down with that now. But it's also a little scary. It's a little scary what could happen at that convention. So much smarter heads than mine will prevail with regard to how to circumvent that. And I'll be down for the cause and get out my William Wallace flag and ride up and down the field and put on the war paint and get everybody out there like I do. And let's, let's do this thing once I understand how it's going to be done so that we don't undo our constitution. And that is the threat with that. Um, Barnes law. If you don't follow him, Robert Barnes on Twitter, you should, he's great tweeted today. Did the Secretary of State essentially deceive the nation by saying that there was going to be a 
uh, re-canvassing. Because with re-canvassing, see, here's where all the devil's in the details. But so is God. Here's your providence. With canvassing comes having to match signatures. What did Brad Raffensperger do in the state of Georgia? I'm about to tell you. He effectively said, with your absentee ballots, you no longer have to have a signature. Now, the Georgia State Legislature already made it, in my humble opinion, too freaking easy for people to submit an absentee ballot. You don't even have to have a reason. You just send one in. You request one. But see, Brad made it even easier than that and sent out over 6.9 million ballots. Uh, I'm sorry, not ballots. Applications for ballot. And millions of people, I believe like half of that, Sent back, yeah, man, we want an absentee ballot. Well, you damn right they did. I'm, listen, the Democrats may be soulless, but they're not dumb. Y'all got to get over that way of thinking. These are not stupid people. These are scheming, cunning, crafty people. And they've been at it for years, and they are led by a spiritual realm that is equally as scheming and cunning. That's where it originates. So you don't have to hate the person. You know, you can love the sinner and hate the sin. But in this case... Um, I'm pretty sure my constitution has measures by which we deal with traitors. And at some point, somebody's going to have to grab their sack. Excuse me. I'm just in war mode right now. Uh, all painted up, face painted. We're, I'm in battle. So this is me. Get over it. So got my Bible in one hand and got my sword in the other. And it's like, here we are, the sword of truth. And here's the truth. Our constitution is part of that sword of truth. It's also part of you know, as far as I'm concerned, it is part of the gospel. We are the light on, on the hill. We just are. We ha- were birthed, in my humble opinion, from the mind and the heart of God, the author of liberty and all justice, in order to continue to help set the captives free across the world. Oh, I can hear my libertarian friends writhing right now. They're like, no, stay out of every war. I'm not saying we need to be a part of every war. But I am saying that we need to be strong. And this president, if he's done nothing else, he has um, given us our strength back. You cannot deny that. And you know why I know? All you got to do is look at all the people coming out who are super pumped about a, bright, a Biden presidency. <laughs> Iran. <laughs> Hello? I mean, that should tell you right there just how strong this president, President Trump, has made us again. We have recovered, lost ground, eight years that the locusts ate with that scumbag Obama in office. I don't say that lightly, traitor, traitorous activity. I mean, can we just throw sedition in there too? So I'm okay with going back to the actual repercussions um, and consequences of being a traitor to this country. And most of you are too. Scarier still, though, is who gets to determine what that definition is. And so whenever you think of the wall, the wordsmithing that goes on around the world right now, well, rather in this country, on behalf of the left, you know, boys aren't boys, girls aren't girls. Very obvious scientific things are just not obvious. The sun is really the moon, and the stars are the sun. Or Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's where we are. So, saner heads will prevail. Now, Brad, let's get back to Georgia and why this is so important. Because Robert Barnes was like, have you been deceived in the state of Georgia by being made to think that your absentee, you know, this whole process that we're in now in the state of Georgia is actually really going to matter in the big scheme of things. And the truth is, it shouldn't. And legally, no. Now, I don't know how we undo what Mr. Raffensperger agreed to that went above and beyond his purview, which he clearly did 
There, there, there's not a court unless you are a, a just a liberal madman or woman who's dressed in a black robe, and we have a lot of those in the state of Georgia. A lot. Especially in your state and superior court. Give us a break. So there's no one who could look at this in their right mind and say, oh, yeah, he was well within his rights and within his constitutional office to be able to execute such a measure outside of the governing body of the Georgia State Legislature. No one could legally say that. Now, there's probably a technicality. I'm sure the Democrats have crafted some kind of woven, some kind of brouhaha, you know, gotcha pill, catfished this, you know, legislation, they're in legislature world, they call it catfishing a bill. And one of you, one of my listeners was like, what did you mean by so-and-so was catfished? Uh, you know, did some hot chick, you know, some old lady in Nebraska, no offense, y'all, um, you know, like try to hit him up. I'm like, no, dude, catfishing, <laughs> not like a dating site, <laughs> not like the movie. Catfishing is, you know, when you gut the fish and you show exactly what, you know, our, our, our friendly resident uh, criminal gang elements in, in prison do. They'll find a cat, gut it, kill it, gut it, shove cell phones in it and all kinds of shanking material and, and heave them over the, the wall of the prison. It happens daily. Sorry, it's true. Well, that's what your legislators do whenever there's a bill that comes through that they're like, oh, I mean, you see it happening in Congress daily where your state legislators do the same thing. It's just that here, and I don't know what they call it everywhere else, but here in the state of Georgia, we call that catfishing. So you slice open the belly of the fish and you shove, shove, shove all of these other measures in there. And then you sew it back up and you heave it back across the aisle or across the the chamber rather. So, you know, so, so that you either kill it. You either stuff it filled with uh, poison, uh, you fill it stuffed with poison pills, and that thing is dead on arrival on the other side. Uh, you know, something starts in the House, uh, the Senate's like, oh, we got this. <laughs> or someone in the House does. And it, it crosses, let's just say it actually crosses before Sine Die gets over on the other side and uh, of the chamber. And the Senate's like, all right, we got this. This is what we're going to put in it. No one will want to touch it. It'll stink. It'll rot before it ever gets uh, before it ever gets through passage. It happens. And you know what, folks? Your life, your lives, the, when I say your lives, your due process, your liberty, your safety, your freedom, I already said liberty, say it again, freedom, liberty, freedom, liberty, all of those things, your safety, uh, your kids' education, your health care, your budget, your state, your taxes, right, your jobs, all of those things, uh, the sanctity of your vote, as we see right here, all of those things are shoved up into the belly of fish that get tossed and heaved and hoed across one chamber or the other. That's your life. That is your life. So yeah, you're damn right your vote matters. So the next time you feel like being a lazy ass and not showing up to vote because it's raining, or yeah, I just feel so disenfranchised, and Stacy didn't send me another pizza, and they're not out there serving hot dogs this year. I can't the gall. Can't believe it. I didn't get a t-shirt. Nobody's good. Everybody's a crook. Jesus doesn't like politicians. God hates politics. Jesus is returning anyway. God wins. Oh, I mean, I, are you kidding me? I could hashtag you all night on the excuses that we make as Americans. 
We sit up here with all of our parades and all of our bloviation and all of our brouhaha and our flags and all of our little kids with those stupid gigantic bows in their heads and little blonde haired, blue eyed girls and little black girls all holding hands and we all hang out for our parades and we're all excited and we champion our veterans and we cry during Memorial Day and we pay homage and we salute and we do all these things and we don't show up to vote. God almighty. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then we find ourselves where we are right now. And it is inexcusable. I have my friend Debbie D'Souza. Ask her what it's like to be raised in a socialistic demagoguery. Go follow her on Twitter. Follow her tweets. Dinesh talks about it in his movies all the time. All the time. I mean, it's inexcusable that we allow this crap to happen in our legislatures while we're sleeping. And we're so partisan. Oh, the Republicans would never do that. And Trump's not one of us. You're damn right he's not one of us. Thank God he's not one of us. Thank God Trump is not really a partisan Republican. Thank God for that. Quit accusing him in it. He is the party of liberty. And I'm not talking about libertarians. Yeah, I'm a little passionate today. So what did Brad Raffensperger do? What did his office agree to do? Well, let me tell you. There is no way to effectively know whether or not someone's absentee ballot is actually for real. And you know why? Um, And you know why all of you should be running to an attorney near you to file suit against the state of Georgia in federal court? Tell you why. Because your vote has been stolen from you. You do not basically, you know, I guess I could say it is like equal representation, right? You don't have that. As a person, you were not fairly represented in this. As a person who had to show up to, who showed up to vote, who had to have an ID to vote, an absentee ballot doesn't have to have um, a signature or an ID in any way, shape, or form. That's nuts. There's no way to identify these things. Also, according to the law, the envelope that accompanies that ballot is part of the ballot. It's part of legitimizing the ballot. Well, guess what? Your envelopes were tossed, and I have that on good authority. That's a problem. So I'm curious, are we just going to magically appear with envelopes and ballots to to create a legitimate ballot that can be counted? How's that going to work out? There is so much of a legal twine going on right now that it is very, um, it is all-consuming. It's it's also, um, it is overwhelming for many of you. I understand that. But when when you go to get excited about an audit, re-canvassing, recounting, and, all, and there's this giant measure that's taking place right now. My daughter sat on a call for me today, took notes uh, regarding, you know, become an auditor. And some of you are like, yeah, that's my civic duty. I'm going to go do it. And I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying I'm not really sure how this election here in the state of Georgia is ever going to be considered anything other than a fraud. Because there's been too many things put in place that we haven't even abided. We have not adhered to our own laws. So how is that going to provide for a legitimate election? So then you're like, well, crap, what does that mean? That's actually not bad news. If our election, ultimately, I've already told you, I believe we are going to end up 
we we will either, you know, in the event of our election just being considered completely fraud, which in my humble opinion is exactly where you might end up with Pennsylvania. I don't know. Uh, again, smarter heads will prevail. Um, but I do believe that we are going to end up before the Supreme, the Supreme Court. We are going to end up, um, we could end up with our United States Congress deciding who the president is. And in the event that that happens, some of you are scared to death that that means Nancy Pelosi gets to decide, but that's not how that works. So we will have, uh, I believe, 28 out of 22 representatives, um, a body of people who will get to decide who the president of the United States of America is. And that would be largely Republican. So that's good news. So we're still on the road to victory is my point. But for some of you who are very confused in the state of Georgia about what the hell is really going on. And we're so excited because we get a, you know, I mean, Brad's being held up and, and coincidentally, I mean, it's kind of weird how this works out. Right. So isn't it kind of strange how people or either someone close to them end up with COVID like right in the middle of something. Now I'm not saying that Brad's wife doesn't have COVID. Uh, and if she does, I'm praying for her safety, for her healing, and that she would overcome it with just flying colors. That is our prayer for Mrs. Raffensperger, for sure. Just really odd for Brad to now have to go into, uh, you know, being sequestered. Uh, I say sequestered. Ugh, got like juries on my mind because um, I can see them coming. <laughs> I can see, I can see just, I can see, I can see judgments like really sound judgment coming down from the top down. And I'm really looking forward to that. There's so many other rabbit trails, the depth and the breadth of it. And there are things that I am not at liberty to discuss um, at the moment. I will in the future as I'm released to do so. But just know this, there are much wider and deeper trails. um, And I honor my sources and I do have a respect of authority. And so I am, um, I'm going to honor the authority over me who has asked me to um, address, with, address my audience with discretion. And please know I'm not withholding anything from you that I think would be harmful to you um, or make a difference right now. Again, smarter heads will prevail over this in time. I'm just giving you the basic information that I have now. Something you should know, your truckers across the United States are planning a strike. And this will begin on Thanksgiving Day and go through the 29th. Some people are like, oh, they're striking for President Trump. They're striking against Biden. No, let's just, let's get the narrative. Can we take the narrative and own it for once? Can, can we get ahead of the narrative curve? Here's where I'm going with this. Um, they they may in fact not be happy about Biden, and they may be more in favor for Trump. I get it as well they should be. But let's just call it what it is. These guys and gals who literally keep our country running, right? They do. As much as they aggravate the hell out of you on the interstate, I get it. They're big, and they're bigger than us. But we also drive like indigents at times, so I I understand their frustration as well. But they are voting for the sanctity of your vote. And because of the uh, perceived, and as of right now, uh, the potentially heisted uh, vote, they're potentially um, really... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, this is whatever I wish I had. Mr. P here next to me so I could be like, okay, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they basically just make, <laughs> they nullify. Thank you. 
<laughs> they nullify your vote. <laughs> they nullify your vote. So they are standing against the nullification of your vote. There you go. Oh, it's been a long day. I've had very little sleep lately, and I'm totally fine with that because uh, because this is a sprint. And we can do this, and we can do it together. You know we can. All right, that's all I got for you guys today. It has just been, uh, let me see. There I am. Y'all pray for me. Had to go get a massage today. Mm, See my Cairo. Keep my body in check. Take care of my health. Take care of your health. Hug your babies. Be kind to your spouses, your loved ones, significant others, partners. Be kind. Be loving. Follow me at Monica on Air Talk on Twitter, the Monica Matthews on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher. I'm everywhere. You can catch my podcast. Sign on, sign up, listen every day. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Don't let anyone have your courage. All right? Be good to your neighbor, beginning your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one. I guess you got what you came for.